over the past couple of years, I've been increasingly getting more disappointed and burned out by what the Arrowverse has been doing, you know, especially following a great start with Arrow and The Flash. Does Superman and Lois bring back, you know, that passionate energy I used to have with this universe, the love and connection I felt with these characters? Does that come back with Superman and Lois? We'll find out in this review. Superman and Lois is the latest addition to the CW Arrowverse. It was developed by Todd Helbing and stars Tyler Hecklin and Elizabeth Tulock as our two titled characters of Superman slash Clark Kent and Lois Lane. After years of facing megalomaniacal supervillains, monsters wreaking havoc on Metropolis and alien invaders intent on wiping out the human race, the world's most famous superhero, the Man of Steel, a.k.a. Clark Kent, and the world's most famous journalist, Lois Lane, come face-to-face -face with one of their greatest challenges ever, dealing with all the stress, pressures, and complexities that come with being working parents in today's society. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, where we discuss all things movies, reviews, rankings, and all of that fun stuff. Today we're going to be discussing a bit of TV as we review the, the premiere or pilot of Superman and Lois. I wasn't actually planning on making this review because I kind of expected it to be a certain way and it did quite surprise me so I did want to talk about what worked about this show as well as what, what didn't work because you know nothing is perfect. Anyways, to, I will. this is my non-spoiler so this is my spoiler free review of Superman and Lois's premiere or pilot because I don't imagine that too many people will jump right on this because of the history of, you know, this universe being the Arrowverse and, you know, just all that's been going on with this universe and kind of Arrow ending. I thought people had kind of, I'm not given up, but kind of been start, started getting burned out by this, especially because someone like me who used to absolutely be in love with this universe when it first started. And even through its rougher times, it always had something that I would, I would always want to watch. Then after Arrow ended and The Flash began to struggle the second half of, last of you know, season six, I fell off and I completely fell behind on every single one of these seasons. Pretty much, I, I, once Arrow ended, after watching the first two episodes of, you know, the second half of The Flash season six, I just wasn't feeling it and I completely pretty much stepped out from this universe, like from all the shows, pretty much until about October of last year where I caught up on the rest of The Flash. I still haven't watched any of the other shows, haven't finished the previous seasons of any of the other shows. Some of the news that's been going on with some of them have intrigued me, but I just don't have the passion for this universe as much as I used to. And I hope that Superman and Lois would be that thing that would bring me back. But, you know, but the fact that Todd Helbing was the showrunner, that, that didn't get me too excited because I'm not, never the biggest fan of what he's done with the shows he's, you know, be, be, being the showrunner on, especially in this universe. Even beyond that, some of the ideas they were talking about, I wasn't too keen on, and I didn't think they'd be able to pull off on the CW and being the type of network they are, what they want out of their shows. It just wasn't what I wanted. Did Superman and Lois kind of manage to overcome that? We'll talk about that right now as I get into my non-spoiler thoughts. And I'm just going to be honest straight up, I actually quite enjoyed this episode a lot more than I was expecting to. Now, just to give a bit of background again, I guess I'm going more into this. I did quite like the trailer they showed, but I felt that was kind of just, uh, they were showing the good stuff, and once we got to the actual episode, there was, it would just be a complete mask. But from this episode, the thing I can say is that 
this particular episode had a lot of things that I liked, but it set up a few things that kind of get get me worried going forward. So pretty much getting into my specific thoughts, you know, still not going to spoilers. I won't be going to any spoilers in this review. Again, as I've already stated many times, I felt that with this show, there was a clear quality jump from the, from like something like The Flash or even like Supergirl to this. I felt this one just felt a lot more cinematic, you know, especially with its aspect ratio kind of being more wide, like you would see in a cinema and not on your TV, not, not on a, you know, a general TV show, even other, even the other Arrowverse shows such as The Flash. There was definitely a bump in just its production quality. Like, it looked a lot more saturated. It had kind of like a Man of Steel look, which is completely the opposite of how Supergirl looks. So I was really surprised that's where it went. Now, I haven't seen the season five of Supergirl in its entirety, so I don't know if they completely changed it up, but I doubt it. That's why I was really surprised by the way they went, and I really liked this look. Being someone who loves Man of Steel, I like that they've kind of fit that. And what I really like about this take on Superman is I feel that it kind of has a balance of Man of Steel as well as kind of the classic, you know, just fun Superman stories. And I really like that. I think that it doesn't quite go as dark. It doesn't, it's not quite as metaphorical as Man of Steel, like to an extent, right? Like I find it to be quite a deep piece of Superman. Like I find Man of Steel to be like a pretty deep, you know, cinema for, you know, for a Superman movie. While others just think it's nonsense, now that that's obviously your your opinion, but with this, it doesn't go that far into kind of diving into themes, but it does have kind of that dark and more gritty feeling that other Superman properties don't have while also having some of the more fun dynamics you'd expect, and not all the relationships feel as dry as they do in Man of Steel. So I like the contrast this show has with a bunch of the other super, Superman you know, material we've had, and I like that it's that it's separated from all that because we've had a lot of Superman content over the years that he's been around. Since we just talked about Superman, I might as well also talk about the man playing him, and I really like Tyler Hecklin in this role. He's I don't think he's my favorite live-action take on Superman, but I do think he's the most accurate to the comics we've ever had. Now, I know some people will say, you're out of your mind, Christopher Reeves. That is just no question, but to me, I feel... Tyler Hecklin kind of embodies that more kind of like, I guess kind of like just goofy side of Clark Kent a lot more than any of the actors previously have, especially with Christopher Reeves' Superman movie. I felt that um, uh, that movie kind of had a more epic feel to it and his performance obviously doesn't fully match that, but that's kind of the shift in tone that goes with that movie. But with what they're doing in this universe, I feel Tyler Hecklin's performance works really well. But beyond just the goofiness and the cheesiness, he's really good in some of the more dramatic scenes, which is something that I feel some of the other lead actors on in this universe lack, especially a lot of the ones on Supergirl. So I feel Tyler Hecklin is absolutely perfect for this role. He was made for it. And I'm really excited to see more of what he does and I feel the rest of the cast mostly does a pretty good job the only th- only other people who really get like you know a lot of time in this episode for me to judge how I think of this character are pretty much Lois Lane played by uh um Elizabeth Tulock and I think she's quite good in the role I don't think we've seen enough of her to fully make you know again a, a judgment she hasn't been in as much as you would expect for a character as big as Lois Lane but I think she is quite good and the kids Jordan and uh Jonathan I think they work as of right now. I think they do work. And I think what this show has that I think 
a lot of the other Arrowverse shows completely just completely missed the mark on is having real drama. This show relies a lot more on family drama than it does on melodrama. And I think when you can do that, that's a win for your show because this show focuses more on family drama and like real drama that comes out of six uh, situations and doesn't really make drama by creating situations. And that's something that I think by just kind of having things happen. That's the problem I've had the most on The Flash where I feel like kind of, well, not on The Flash, sorry, on Arrow, where it's always about its identity. And it just kind of, like, just p- characters' relationships are constantly looping looping around. Like, you know, like just, you know, beats, character relationship beats keep coming back into play because of certain drama that comes from something, which is so, which was so unnecessary on that show where I feel like it was way overused, that technique. While in this, I really like that they were, what they were able to do. Uh, it's all, and I think it makes a lot more sense kind of the drama here and it's, and it's a lot less a lot less force in this show than i think it is in the other shows there is a like a, i guess a small drama with uh kind of uh uh clark kent's two kids as well as well i guess really it's just jordan and a character we meet who's kind of the daughter of lana lane who i'll leave her name sarah or something i'm not 100 sure but a few things they tease around those three characters do get me a little worried for where they're going for the rest of the season. But overall, I like that. And I, th- I really do think that the extended one time for this episode allowed for the drama and family drama to be fleshed out a little more. And it didn't feel quite as forced, which is always good. And I really like the way that most of it was acted. Now, there were there is a few things. For example, I feel like this episode had quite less action in it for a Superman show. Now, let me just say, there are some great moments of Easter eggs, not really to the rest of the Arrowverse, but more really the Superman lore, and especially one to, like, the first appearance of Superman, which I thought was magnificent. It was completely surprising and completely heartwarming. I really liked it. But overall, it kind of... I like that it... But the action isn't fully there, but I do much prefer having less action because you're limited by the budget than just trying to force action and for the sake of having action, even when your budget is low. So I like the show as being a lot more careful with when to spend its budget and not, you know, kind of just splitting it up into a bunch of different action sequences making them look awful. Because when there is action, I think it actually looks quite good. Not to the level of, say, Man of Steel or any Superman movies, but it does look quite good. And I think that's something that I definitely did not expect with the show. And there, again, obviously, there, are, there is one thing where this show feels extremely detached from the rest of the Arrowverse. And this is an extremely, like, I guess, this is an extremely kind of, like, opinionated side of this review. Because what you think about that definitely depends on your taste. And for me, I much prefer them stepping away from that universe. Because it's become really convoluted with what they've done. Especially after Crisis on Infinite Earths. That I feel like being in it kind of limits your storytelling very much because everything is just on the same earth now and just there's no way to expand your storytelling as much anymore because you know everything is so crammed up and having another superhero set on the same earth would have felt like just a little too much and i think it's great that they kind of completely detach it with where the timeline is where the two parents are in terms of you know raising their kids it's just, it, just, it just wouldn't make sense to fit into the hourverse and i think for me, I much prefer that. Now, I know there's a lot of people who prefer the shared universe, but that's just, again, dependent on your taste. 
Like I said, there were a few teases and things that kind of got me worried for where they were going. But overall, I really liked Superman and Lois. And I think that if you've enjoyed this universe so far, but if you've come to be a little annoyed by the directions they've taken recently, I feel this is a good jumping back on point for you. And you don't really have to catch up with anything else because it's completely detached, completely fun. You know, it's pretty joyful for the most part. And I feel like the drama truly works. And I really enjoyed this. And I'm excited for next week. I won't be reviewing these episodes weekly, but at the end of the season, I will be doing a full season review, assuming I stick with this show. But so far, I enjoy it, and I recommend you guys check out the first episode to see how you guys feel on it. Anyways, with that said, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to this review, and make sure to come back in a day uh, tomorrow for my full breakdown of WandaVision Episode 8, which I'm so excited for. Obviously, that will be spoiler-filled, but make sure to come back for that tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for listening, and with that said, bye-bye. Thank you.